We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Go, you Redbirds! Go, you Redbirds! On the battle, fight for ISU! Welcome to In the Nest, the Illinois State Athletics Podcast. Now, here's the voice of the Redbirds, John Fitzgerald. Hi again, and welcome in to another edition of In the Nest, the official podcast for Illinois State Redbird Athletics from Learfield. This is John Fitzgerald, and coming up this week, we will talk some Redbird women's volleyball as we visit with the three members of the Redbird senior class to talk about their experiences on campus and the tremendous legacy of success that they will leave behind, including three consecutive trips to the NCAA Women's Volleyball Tournament. But first, let's take a quick look back at the week that was in Illinois State Athletics. Brought to you, as always, by Jason's Deli. Redbird fans, all good things start with wholesome ingredients. Visit Jason's Deli in Normal on Veterans Parkway today and receive free ice cream with every purchase. And we will start on the gridiron, where Brock's back and the ISU football team dropped its third straight this past Saturday as the number one ranked South Dakota State Jackrabbits used a huge third quarter to pull away at a 31-7 decision at Dykehouse Stadium in Brookings. The Birds struck first thanks to a Dylan Gearhart block punt that was recovered in the end zone by Cy Dabney to give the Birds a 7-0 lead in the opening quarter. However, the top-ranked Jackrabbits scored the game's next 31 points to win their school record 10th consecutive game 
and finish the year at a perfect 8-0 in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. Ryan Peden and the Redbird men's basketball team has won two straight. They posted a pair of road wins over three nights last week. Illinois State took care of Eastern Illinois last Thursday night down in Charleston as Kansas State transfer Lucas Buki came off the bench to score a team-high 16 points. And then on Saturday night, senior forward Kendall Lewis registered his second double-double in just three games, pouring in a game-high 24 points and 13 rebounds to propel ISU to a 69-67 win at Northwestern State down in Natchitoches, Louisiana. Birds are now 2-1 and one of the season, and on Monday, Lewis was named the Missouri Valley Conference's Player of the Week after he averaged 16.7 points and 13.7 rebounds per contest over the first week of the campaign. Kristen Gillespie and the Redbird women opened their 2022 campaign in fine fashion. Last Thursday night, they picked up a big road win in overtime at Dayton. Mary Crompton splashed down seven triple tries and route to a game-high 27 points. Deanna Wilson racked up yet another double-double in an ISU uniform as Wilson scored 12 points and collected 11 caroms. Allie Matters and the Redbird volleyball team split their final road weekend of the regular season. Birds dropped a three-set decision at UIC on Friday night before pulling out a four-set upset at Valparaiso on Saturday evening. Ada Shadowald put away a team-high 16 kills in both matches over the weekend. ISU is now 12-15 overall and 5-12 in the MVC. The Redbird men's and women's cross-country teams competed at the NCAA Midwest Regionals this past Friday in Columbia, Missouri. The men raced to a 13th place finish in the regionals, while the women finished their race on Friday in 14th place. That's a quick look at some of the latest headlines in Redbird Athletics. When we come back, we'll talk some women's volleyball. It's our conversation with the Redbird seniors, Kendi Hilliard, Sarah Kushner, and Katie Weimerskirch are coming your way next. Stay with us as In the Nest continues right after this timeout. The Illinois State women's basketball team looks to defend their Missouri Valley Conference Championship in head coach Kristen Gillespie's sixth season. Don't waste any time confirming your seat and head to GoRedbirds.com today to purchase your season tickets starting at just $65. The Illinois State women's basketball team looks to defend their Missouri Valley Conference Championship in head coach Kristen Gillespie's sixth season. Don't waste any time confirming your seat and head to GoRedbirds.com today to purchase your season tickets starting at just $65. Welcome back to In the Nest as we talk Illinois State women's volleyball this week as we're joined by the three members of the volleyball senior class here in 2022, a triumvirate who had an incredibly successful run on the volleyball court inside Sefcu Arena. 68 wins and counting over the last four years, three Missouri Valley Conference tournament titles and three NCAA tournament bursts as we welcome in Sarah Kushner, Katie Weimerskirch, and Kendi Hilliard. Guys, thanks so much for joining me today. And Kendi, we'll start with you. You still have three regular season matches to finish out 2022, but looking back, how has the experience in a Redbird uniform been for you? I would definitely have to say that the experience has been a great one. I have learned so much about myself as a leader, as a person, and as a player. And it just overall has been a great experience because 
No matter what we've faced as a class, as a team, and even individually, we've come out on top in some form of fashion. So I just really appreciate the experience, and I thank everyone who's been along the ride with me. Now, Katie, you came from Minnesota when you matriculated to Bloomington Normal. <laughs> what was a big reason why Illinois State seemed like the right fit for you, not only to finish your academic career at the collegiate level, but obviously on the volleyball court? Yeah, I mean, I think Illinois State has a history of being really good at volleyball, and I really liked what the program here stood for. Um, a big reason for that was the coaching staff coming in, but also just like meeting everyone on the team and meeting people that work for the university around campus was just awesome. And I feel like I didn't know what size of college I wanted to go to, but when I came here, like the medium size that it is and like it's not too big, but it's not too small. It felt like a good like size and fit for me because it was just like a family community. Um, so I feel like that was the biggest attraction. It felt like a home away from home since I am seven hours away. And Sarah, you're a bit closer just up the road in West Suburban Naperville, but the culture aspect of this program really plays hand in hand with the success that the program has had in recent years. And culture, I'm assuming, was a big part of why you made the choice for Illinois State as well. Yeah, 100%. Kind of like what Katie said. I think I was the last of our class to commit. Um, so when I did, I was like immediately in contact with Kendi and Katie because they like reached out to me and people on the team. So I feel like that just goes to show how rich and like deep the history is here of just having great culture and great um like a team atmosphere and environment. And that was something really big, like Katie mentioned, family. I thought that I wanted to like play in California and then I ended up playing two hours away from my house. But um, not only do I have my family close, but like even if this was the same school in a different location, I would still feel at home just based on like the team and the culture. Now, Kendi, you made the move from Texas to come to Bloomington Normal, but in doing so, as you look back, this is a program with a really successful and rich history but when you came here look back four years ago what was it like when you first stepped foot on campus and as a freshman on this program I think the journey for me kind of was just figuring out what kind of person and what kind of job and everything I wanted to do after college um, I really took a big emphasis on what is who will I be after this four years of being a Redbird and I kind of tell this story every time I like sit down with someone. I'm really thankful for, thankful for Leanna Bordner for just kind of giving me the confidence to choose a place like this because not only are we uh, do we have a rich culture in volleyball, but we, just women in sports and women in athletics. And it showed with our Title IX um, celebration this summer that um, it's more it's more than meets the eye. Like we have so much history here. And the day, the day I came and took my unofficial visit, uh, Leanna Borner asked me what I wanted to do and what I wanted to be after college, and I told her I wanted to be like her. And it, it's funny looking back on it now that like I do have a passion and the career path to to be like her eventually. And so I think just being able to have that spark coming from all the way, like 14 hours driving if you if you think about it that way um just think I'm super thankful that she gave me the confidence in myself to want to 
push through and be a part of something bigger than myself and big, just taking on a different challenge. And I, I really do appreciate being a Redbird. Now, Kendi, you graduated early with a bachelor's degree in psychology, currently in graduate school, looking to get your master's degree in sport management. And Kitty and Sarah, you both have been incredibly successful in the classroom, both with regard to accolades coming from COSIDA as well as the Missouri Valley Conference All-Scholar team. Talk a little bit about, from a day-to-day standpoint, Katie, what it's like not only to play volleyball at the Division One level, at the level of success you guys enjoyed over the last four years, but also to be able to be accomplished aspects in the classroom as well. Yeah, I think I've always prioritized school, even in high school. Um, and then sports was just like another like fun little thing that I did on the side. And then coming into college, sports is a little bit more serious and you have to take a lot more time out of your day dedicated to it than um, in high school. But I think just like learning time management and like I'm also a very social person, so I need to make sure I, I put time aside during the week to talk to my friends, talk to my teammates, because otherwise it's just like it would, I wouldn't be like who I am every day showing up in the gym and showing up as a student as well. So I feel like it's been balancing all three of those is like the biggest thing that I've learned. And I think that will help me again, like moving, moving on into whatever I choose to do after this. But um, I think we all take our academics very seriously. And then volleyball is just like the little icing on the cake. And Sarah, you earlier this year became the seventh player in ISU history to reach 1,000 career kills and 1,000 digs. As you look back to your freshman year, trying to acclimate yourself into this program, how difficult was that to make that step to play Division One volleyball as a freshman? It was really hard. <laughs> wasn't Definitely wasn't a walk in the park, but I feel like Every year I was able to look up to someone on the team and like take things that they were doing and learn from them and like that would typically be an upperclassman. So like right when I came in, Kaylee Martin, Kaylee Martin who played here and had a lot of success was someone that I looked up to a lot um, in terms of like learning the game at a different level and how to be successful like in this conference. Um, so I feel like looking up to people like that and then also just being able to train and find the confidence and ability within myself um, to know that I'm here for a reason and that I am capable. Um, I just have to like show that. And it also helps that we get strength training and stuff like that because I've, I feel like I've put on like 20 pounds of muscle (laughs) since coming here. So that's definitely helped with different elements of it. Um, And then just the meticulous training that we get, um, even though we haven't really had a full spring off season of training, there are times that we just focus on that and don't play. Um, so I feel like that's helped me a lot. But, yeah, I hope that answers your question. That was kind of a little tangent. Good enough for me. <laughs> Katie, you right now are fifth in program history in digs, fourth in program history in digs per sets. As you look at your four years here, this is a athletic department, and granted, I just moved a couple of months ago into town, but it seems <laughs> that the excitement has grown exponentially over the last couple of years under the leadership guidance of Athletic Director Brennan and everybody else. It seems that this athletic department has really grown and is really on the verge of doing something special here for years to come. Yeah, I think every year that I've gotten here, it's just like, 
since we kept winning, like more and more people are talking about the volleyball program. And like, like you said, um, Kyle Brennan is a great athletic director and we have so much support from him and Leanna, as Kendi was talking about earlier. So I think we feel all of the support from everyone, which allows us to be successful and to train every day um, like we do. But yeah, I think my confidence has just grown so much over the past four years. And I feel like that has shown in, in how I've developed as a player and how I try to lead the team. And hopefully they'll continue to be successful in future years and that um, the community will still show out for us because that's like a really important and fun part of my experience was being able to play in front of um, these amazing Redbird fans. And it's really hard to play in Redbird Arena against us when we have a huge crowd. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping that continues to be the case because I think it's going to just skyrocket after this year as well. Well, when you talk about the support, it really is a different dynamic because you guys – we're able to draw a huge crowd. As a matter of fact, the biggest crowd in the state of Illinois for at least one time for a college volleyball game earlier this year. That really does make a difference when you take the floor in Redbird Arena to play an opponent, doesn't it? I would definitely say it does. It makes a great difference. And I think our marketing staff and marketing team works their butts off to make, to ensure that we are supported that way as student-athletes. And it just it's reassuring just to know that, like, not that you're doing it by yourself because you do have the whole department kind of backing you. So I think as student athletes, we really just took the, we, we try to take advantage of that opportunity and make sure we're doing it all for the right reason. It's just always something bigger than ourselves. Now, as you go into this year, your senior campaigns, obviously a coaching change, Allie Matters becomes head coach of the volleyball program. Not only are you guys seniors in that situation, but I would think with a new coaching staff coming on board, it put a lot of onus on you to really learn some of those tools and lessons you learned four years ago when you were a freshman to really up your game from a leadership standpoint to not only the freshmen, but any underclassmen on this program. Yeah, totally. Um, and I also think from the perspective of the coaches coming in, they also look to us to uphold the tradition and culture that we liked and wanted to continue. Like they were really open to feedback of things that we wanted to for sure keep um, so that they wouldn't just come in and change everything because like that's not what they want to do. They know this is a good program and stuff. So that was really cool. But then it was also um, hard but cool for us as a class to try and figure out the best way to lead a group of new people like we had new recruits coming like that were at different schools or people that decommitted so it was a bunch that we weren't familiar with um but having to come together in times where we were uncertain even but still be that like leadership and role model people to look to was hard but I think it's paid off because we're like finally starting to really gel and play together as a team even though it did take a little bit I'm like proud in the way that we handled it because it was it was hard but I don't know. I feel like we are finding success now. We mentioned it earlier at the outset of this podcast, but 68 wins so far, three NCAA tournament appearances. When you guys showed up here to play at Illinois State, even though it was a very successful program in years past, was this something you thought that you would play in three straight NCAA tournaments? I could say that we knew that that was the goal 
and each year you kind of build on the tradition and the success of the year before. So when we came in and our seniors and even like the alumni told us the standard that we needed to like uphold, we knew that it was it was going to be a journey that we were looking forward to. And I think kind of what Sarah said, we've transformed ourselves as different types of players and leaders just because we had great role models before us. So when it came to the time of us being the leader, like I know some of us were just kind of like weren't standoffish from the challenge, but like we took the challenge and made it um, our own. We don't lead the same way as the seniors in alumni before us. We lead as our as our own individual person and as a class ourselves. So I've been really proud to see how that has transformed and even like taking the challenge of before um, to looking back to before to now as well. And Katie, there's still matches to be played here in the fall of 2022, but looking back over your four years, what were some of your favorite moments in a Redbird uniform? Oh my gosh, there's just so many. Um, I feel like this is obviously like the easiest one to say, but it truly is my favorite. Um, when we reverse swept Loyola last year to win the conference championship, that was just such a cool feeling to win in that way. I mean, it would have been awesome to sweep them just like straight up, but um, I mean, there's there's no better feeling than like feeling like your back's against the wall and then like prevailing in the end. And I feel like that team had worked so hard and at that point I was an upperclassman and I was a captain and a leader. So I felt like I had a little bit more ownership over how we did um, and I contributed a lot. So I feel like that win, like I, they play the celebration before every single game at Redbird Arena still, like that's, that's the end of our um, hype video, our intro video. So every time they play it, I still get chills. Um, but yeah, that was definitely one of the coolest moments um, being Redbird and even just like in my life, like just to like <laughs> accomplish that was like so cool with like all my favorite teammates and friends. Sarah, how about you? Um, well, that's obviously one that's on the forefront. But I, little backstory, like, ton of my family went to Illinois. So I grew up an Illini fan. Um, and Whoa. when I found out that we played them every preseason, it was like, you're kidding me. Because not only was I, like, a big fan of them, but they are in the Big Ten and, like, notorious kind of for being pretty well. Um, so those are always my favorite games to play in the season um, because that's like the one time that everyone in my family is rooting against Illinois and not to brag but we are two for three against them so anytime we could be Illinois those are some of my favorite memories all right Kendi favorite memories Sarah kind of took my answer but um, I think the first game I played in Redbird Arena was against Illinois, and we beat them in four while they were ranked number 14 in the country. And then to have to finish kind of our careers beating them again in five while they were ranked, I think, 25, was just the coolest experience because I think for myself, we've had a whole lot of memories that, like, we've started um, that happened freshman year, and then we're kind of revisiting them senior year. So just to kind of come, everything comes full circle has been, like, just one of the coolest things for me. But um, off the court, I would say a cool moment is just to see how the Title IX monument got built, just because it's one of the first, if not the only, um, 
monument in that honor that is in this country. So I thought that was pretty cool as well. Sarah, majoring in health promotion, what's next for you? Good question. (laughs) Um, Well, I actually am going to be involved in an internship with OSF Hospital next semester, um, working with the Healthy Lifestyles and Wellness Center, like within the hospital. Um, So hopefully when I do that and kind of just like dabble in other areas, kind of around health promotion, wellness coordination, health coaching, stuff like that, I could narrow down my like topic of interest. Um, But I definitely want to work in that field and move to Chicago and live there. (laughs) Kendi, you've said you have some athletic administration aspirations had from when you first got to campus. You are president of ISU's (laughs) Student Athletic Advisory Committee. What's next for you after you pick up your master's degree? Um, I would say after my master's degree, I get done in December, and I think I'm just open to moving or just taking on a new experience anywhere um, within the athletic department. Um, It could be nationally, it could be conference, or it could be just at another institution. But I've always prided, prided myself on just gaining a new experience and just gaining other perspectives. So I'm looking forward to the journey of the big girl job, <laughs> as I like to call it. But um, I'm super ecstatic about that opportunity and can't wait to see what's next for me. Katie, what's on your docket? <laughs> My favorite question. <laughs> um, I mean, I, still, I think I'm still trying to figure it out. I know I want to go to grad school possibly get my PhD um, in clinical and counseling psychology because I think my end goal is to be a sports psychologist because um, we had a great one that worked here, Dr. Sam, and now we just got a new one. But um, I really am interested in what they do and the mental component of sports because that is a very prevalent issue that a lot of athletes deal with. Um, So being able to impact athletes in a way to help them perform and find success on the court like I had is something that I think would be really fulfilling for me so I think that's my my goal right now don't really know exactly how I'm going to get there what my path is going to look like but I'm excited for the challenge and Kendi if you take off and take a job at athletic administration either at a conference office or to another university and you guys all eventually I'm sure will leave Bloomington normal at least for a little bit What is the one spot in town that you're going to miss the most? Ooh, that is a great question. Um, the one spot. I'm just going to say the easy answer, Redbird Arena or SEPQ Arena. Um, it just, there's so much tradition built within even the floors that we complete, that we compete on. And just, um, you can always go in into Redbird Arena and just stand or sit anywhere in that place and you can hear the excitement or the cheers from previous years and it's just kind of like one of those moments where you you just can feel everything that happened to you and I, I don't know it's kind of like an undescribable feeling but I can remember when I where I committed on a, on in like the room or like the locker room how it's been how it's been updated but um there's just so much tradition in SEFQ Arena or Redbird Arena um, that I'm, I'm going to miss that the most, and especially just having memories with my class and everyone who works here has just been truly amazing. So I'm going to miss SEFQ Arena. Sarah, how about you? 
Well, I took a little different interpretation, and I think I'm going to miss Carl's ice cream the most. Um, that's like a local ice cream shop that me and Katie go to like twice a week. Um, they have really good ice cream there, and it's like two minutes from our house. I'm not sure there's, they're a sponsor, but we'll have to look into that. <laughs> Katie, how about you? What are you going to miss the most? I think, it, I think it's funny because I interpreted it the same way Sarah did. I'm going to miss Coffee Hound in Uptown. Um, I'm a huge coffee girl, so that makes my favorite vanilla latte. Um, I'm going to miss it dearly. I hope they thrive after I leave because I give them a lot of business. So they're going to miss me, I think. But, yeah, I think Coffee Town and just Uptown in general. It's a super cute area. I mean, if we're going at it with that perspective, I'm going to miss DP Dove. Like, I, I love the calzones. I make my own calzone every time I go. But, yeah, I, since we're going with that interpretation, I'll go with DP Dove. <laughs> As we, as we get a little bit deeper to close out here, what is the one thing as you guys close out your careers that you want people to remember you by outside of the accolades as far as whether or not it's teammates, leaders, who you were as a person before you leave campus? What's the one thing that you hope that you most conveyed to not only your teammates but the rest of the community? I think um, if people can remember me for one thing, I just want them to think that I was a good teammate. Um, regardless of if we were close friends or not, I just want people to know that they got their best from me because I wanted them to be their best. So, like, regardless of how much I played or didn't play or how much whatever, like, I just want people to feel like I was a good teammate for them. Katie? Yeah, I would say the same. Um, I feel like... I am proud of how I became a leader like over my four years, so I would say I want, I want people to remember me as someone that they could look to in tough times and who would guide them with their best interests and heart um, and just my like energy. I feel like I brought a lot of it, at least I tried to, so I hope that they just remember me for how I made them feel and how I tried to guide them in any way I could. Andy, what's the one mark you hope you leave? I hope to leave that you can be so much more than a student athlete and so much more than just playing your sport every day. I think I showed or I am an example of that you can reach your goals despite everything that just despite adversity. And I think being able to get outside of the volleyball court and be the person who was president of SAC um, joined a sorority and just was a part of the community as well. I think student athletes just need to take advantage of building themselves more as a person during their four years, five years, six years, depending on however many years you're at your institution. I think you can you you owe yourself and you owe your owe the people around you to be more than just a student athlete because when when those lights go off and you, you're done competing, what's left? And I think you just really need to hone in that you can be more. So that's what I hope to leave, and that's, that's what I hope my mark is. Kendi, thanks so much. Great way to end. I'd like to thank the three of you for joining us. I wish you guys all the best on the stretch run of this 2022 campaign. Sarah Kushner, Katie Weimerskirch, and Kendi Hilliard. 
the three members of the 2022 volleyball senior class joining us this week on In the Nest. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll take a look ahead to next week's action on the Redbird docket. That all comes your way as In the Nest continues right after this timeout. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to In the Nest. As we take a look at the week ahead in Redbird Athletics, Allie Matters and the Redbird Volleyball team will close out the regular season tonight as they renew their rivalry with the Bradley Braves. First serve is set for 6 p.m. this evening inside SefQ Arena. The Illinois State Swimming and Diving Team will be back in action this week beginning later this afternoon when they travel to West Lafayette to take part in the Purdue Invitational. That three-day event will run from Wednesday until Friday. Men's basketball will retake the SefQ Arena floor tomorrow night when they host Northwestern State in the finale of this home-and-home set with the Demons. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock on Thursday night. You can hear that game live on the network beginning at 6.30 with our State Farm Redbird pregame show. Brock's back in the Illinois State Redbird football team will close out their regular season this Saturday morning when they battle Western Illinois. It's a senior day matchup inside Hancock Stadium. Kickoff is set for 11 a.m. on Saturday. Our coverage will get underway beginning at 10 o'clock. That's the Birds and the Leathernecks this Saturday morning beginning at 10 a.m. along the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. And then on Sunday afternoon, Kristen Gillespie and the ISU women's basketball team will play host to the Wisconsin Badgers. Birds and the Badgers will tip off at 2 o'clock inside SefQ Arena. Greg Holbleib will have the call along the network beginning at 1.50. And finally, the Brock's Back Show presented by Bud Light returns tomorrow night from the Beer Garden at Schooners. We'll be on the air beginning at 5 o'clock on AM 1230 at 102.1 FM WJBC as well as the Learfield Varsity Network app. That'll do it for this week's show. Special thanks to Redbird Volleyball Seniors Kendi Hilliard, Sarah Kushner, and Katie Weimerskirch for stopping by this week. For our entire crew, this is John Fitzgerald. We'll talk to you next time right here on In the Nest. This has been In the Nest, the Illinois State Athletics Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network.